Hi, this is Martin Franklin. Welcome to Metapod. 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 Climbing Inside the Machine. This episode is the audio companion to a blog piece called How to Start a Podcast Goals, Topics, and Motivation. I have to admit, I blatantly wrote this blog post in response to search queries which um, were coming in and drawing people to my website. So I thought, okay, if that's what people are searching for, the how to start a podcast bit, I'll share what I think about how you should start a podcast. I always have two kind of competing drivers when I'm writing these sort of things. So the first one is a little bit historic. It's the punk rock era where there was a, a saying and an illustration, here's three chords, now form a band. And it sort of got latched onto, in retrospect, as something which really typified that kind of punk rock era of, here's some, here's some building blocks, now go off and do something even bigger. There's probably lots of parallels around that now, but that was like 1976 or thereabouts. And it re- I think it really resonates like, let's do the show here, you know, just however you can do it. If you've got something to say, find a way to, to say it. So I have that point of view, um, which kind of says, all right, if the best you can you can muster is a recording on Zoom, then go for your life. But on the other hand, I've got my sort of audio snob point of view of going, well, of course you could do that. However, your audio would really be communicating a sort of lower view of your brand, which you probably would. But um, at the end of the day, the basic choice is do it or don't do it. So doing it wins every time. Here's my take on getting into some of the nitty gritty about it. Love your topic. Before you get into any of the sort of technical stuff about how you're going to record it, how will it be produced, how will you distribute it and promote it and grow the audience, we need to identify at the core what is your content. Now, I've seen a lot of advice from internet experts about researching niches and approaching the the topic of your podcast from a strategic point of view. And of course, there's nothing wrong with doing research, but my view of podcasting as a medium is that it excels at authenticity. So whatever it is that you talk about, you should love that topic because that will come through in your voice. And it might be that through researching, you can discover a niche that has less competition or a a commonly searched problem that needs to be solved. But there's not really a practical way that you could jump on that and sound like that that you really have a passion in, in that area. And it's another sort of feature of podcasting because generally speaking, people who are hosting and speaking on podcasts are not trained broadcasters, but they've got their finger on the pulse of a community or they have an, an enthusiasm about a certain topic or they're an authority on a certain topic. And that's where the real juice is in podcasting. It's actually people who are letting their passion speak. So you may have used Google Trends to find something that's a popular kind of SEO term of the day, but I don't recommend that that is your guiding light. 
So if we were to condense it down, it would be choose a topic you love and ask yourself, how can you be useful to the listeners who share the interest in that topic? And I think that second point, be useful to your listener, is key in, in lots of respects. So keeping the listening audience in mind in, in all of your decisions will be a really valuable guide as you build your show. Knowing what it is that you're offering them will guide your choice of topic and of guests and the, the line of questions that you take and the whole general sort of vibe of the show. So coming back down to something which anyone who's had any business mentoring, as I have recently, gets asked is, what's your why? Why why are you doing this, this thing? And what does it give you? And what does it give the people who you're hoping to offer it to? So I sort of break down my clients into a couple of different areas when I sort of try to work out what's their why so that I can offer them a better, better service that, that caters for their why. So it usually breaks down into reputation building for them or their, or their business, engagement and promotion of those same things, or more broadly, a kind of strategic content marketing strand where they're engaging with the industry that they are a part of. Producing a podcast is not a small undertaking and that the relentless promotion that's needed to grow an audience is definitely not something to underestimate. So why, why are you doing it? If you don't know that all of that time and effort and workload gets pretty overwhelming quickly and 80% of all the podcasts started in the last 12 months never get past episode six. And this is why is people discover that there's not an automatic audience for it and you need to make time and possibly your Sunday afternoons for forevermore are gone while you you work on all of the details of the podcast. I kind of have these um, impressions and opinions that I get through working with the clients who come through East Coast Studio, but I thought, oh, I want to road test that thought a little bit. So I went on to a couple of Facebook groups that I'm a member of and, and posed that, that question to the group, what's your why? What's the goal of producing your podcast for you? I got some really interesting responses, which I'll, I'll share with you here, there's two groups actually. One of them is based in Australia, and one of them I think is uh, probably more US centered. So, from the Australian podcasters, the responses of what's the why came in like this. Well, it's mostly to have fun and probably socialize and make professional relationships, to help promote and service heavy music to the masses because mainstream still consider it a niche market. Right on, man. I'm behind you there. I've heard a bunch of people say, and I agree, that if you find what you do to be of service to your audience, you will never struggle to stay motivated. Kind of philosophical sounding take, of which I, I agree with. Um, I think the key to that will be, how do you know whether what you do is of service to your audience? I think it's a great 
motivation to be of service. So I guess it sort of indicates maybe this podcaster has a really good feedback loop with his with his listeners and kind of gets a, gets a sort of gauge on whatever he's talking about and how that's how that lands with the listener. Here's another one. To share something myself and my team love, gaming and storytelling. Uh, th- there we go, you know, f- find your passion, do something that you love. And there it is. He's using the, the very words as well. Share something that you love. As it's just for fun, we love sport and talk sport. So why not record it and see if people like it? We have a small audience, but honestly, we do it for our enjoyment. Yeah. Networking. Get to meet a lot of interesting people and hopefully make a bit of coin from it once we build an audience. Yeah. Why not? Good luck with making the coin, but um, I wouldn't put that in the why. Not, Not unless you've got a whole other sort of support network around you about commercial podcasting share my passion with the world all of my other work is focused on highlighting other creatives and their passions so my podcast is for me to share mine Mm, intriguing jamie apps um i wonder what maybe that's that's probably the, the answer which um it's kind of begs to kind of ask me more. I have a question. Maybe I'll get Jamie Apps on, on this podcast and we'll talk to him about it. Now, I thought the the US centric group might just kind of give me a little a little contrast or you know, I don't know. I just thought maybe this would come up with some some sort of different angle on that kind of what's your why. So here's a few of those. I started my show for increased visibility and to provide a resource that would help end shame and stigma around my topic area. Um, Yeah, so it's the same kind of thing, someone articulating something that they have an interest in and kind of exploring that. To carry the message of 12-step recovery to those who still suffer. My podcast is called Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. Good one, Barb. Getting the name of the podcast in in the uh, response, that's something that I, I would try and do as well. Um, but yeah, it's another kind of life, you know, core sort of life experience thing that someone's exploring and communicating here. Here's an interesting one. Generosity. I want to help people and meet people to expand my network in order to help more people. Mm. My sister and I started our show because one like it doesn't exist. We both have a four hour round trip commute and found ourselves talking a lot about the crazy things we witnessed or experienced on the road. And that's where the idea sparked. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, it's almost, it's, yeah, I think my podcast, which has become a podcast about podcasting, is not alone in, in its um, in its topic now. But a podcasting about commuting for people who commute is <laughs> similarly like really good but convoluted as well. Um, I used to have a four hour round trip commute actually, and it it was a killer. It was a real killer. By the time I'd done that for just over a year I was very ready to stop doing it and move to the other side of the world which which is how I came to be here 
in Australia, not exclusively because of the commute, of course. Um, but I, it's it's tough. It's really tough, and it depends on what modes of transport that you have. Um, the the train network that I was using um, was very frustrating and a very poor experience. Anyhow, yeah. So that's the. Uh, responses from, I would say, from the US end of podcasting. Yeah, I think it's, pro- it's probably, I, at one point I thought, oh, well, they were they were different, but it's kind of the same in the motivations, really. Um, some people doing things that are very personal to them and others doing it for that reputation enhancing kind of uh, piece. So... Moving on, punk rock DIY. Here's three chords, now form a band. Well, you know, when I was doing this, I, I, I had that little saying in my mind, and I thought, oh, I wonder, could, could I look this up and what's, you know, what's behind that? Because all I had, I knew it, it, it occurred in a punk rock fanzine, like a homemade little, little magazine. Um, and I thought probably it seems to have been incorrectly attributed for much of its life to, to being published in a fanzine called Sniffing Glue, which is one of the more famous punk punk fanzines. Actually, it was not published in Sniffing Glue. And the, the editor of Sniffing Glue is now kind of vo- you know vocal at saying, hey, I didn't publish this. Um, but I researched it and I've, I've put a link in the end of the blog article to a gallery which is publishing a signed edition of that that page. And it's basically a diagram of three guitar chords. This is a chord, this is another, this is a third. Now form a band. Um, it's, it's by a writer called Tony Moon. And I, I, I'm not being critical here. He's making a bit of money out of it now, which he, he never most likely would have done at the time. Um, so you can buy that and have that on your wall. I'm, I'm pretty interested in getting that signed and numbered as well. I'm always a sucker for signed and numbered. And let me just tell you, just for the sake of completeness, it was in, oh, there it is. It was in a magazine called Sideburns, not Sniffing Glue at all. So there we go, punk rock. However you are doing your podcast, whether you're recording your chat on Zoom or whether you've got a little bit more refined and higher quality audio production, this piece about goals and topics, I think, is still really valuable and it's really good for you to get get that down. Why, why are you doing it? And if it is to make a bit of coin or to you know, grow a network or grow an audience, you might need a few other bits of strategy around that which you can then sort of hook into the into the promotion. You might have some other, or, or the content even. Um, you might have some other ways that you want to engage and sort of collect your audience together so that you can actually convert them into whatever useful conglomerate you wish to. So anyway, let's not get distracted into other things. Here's three chords, now form a band. Metapoto. 